Hey guys, it's Keon, and today I'm going to be talking about Tai Tuivasa, who is coming off of a defeat against Cyril Gaon at UFC Paris this past weekend. And like I said in my last video, it was a very fun fight. And although Tai was getting picked apart for most of it, he showed a lot of toughness, and there was moments where it looked like he was going to flip the narrative with one shot. But unfortunately for him, Cyril Gaon was the better man that night, and by the end, Tai was finished in the third by punches. And I have to give him credit because he's really been holding his his head up high after this defeat and he was giving no excuses he made it clear that Cyril was better than him and I love that mentality from a fighter because when they could accept that it tells me that they'll be able to move on faster and learn from their mistakes and that's what I believe Ty is going to do after this loss because this isn't the first time he's faced defeat in fact he went on a three fight losing streak and was on the brink of losing his job with the UFC so although this is another bump in the road for Ty it's not as bad as it once was but he even when it got that bad, Ty was able to come back and go on a five-fight win streak, which not only saw him become one of the top names in the heavyweight division, but also one of the most popular fighters in the UFC. People love Ty, whether it's his personality, whether it's his post-fight shoey celebration, whether it's the things he says, a lot of people gravitate towards him. And ever since he associated himself with the Nelk boys, that popularity for him only grew to even greater heights. And it was beautiful to see because I was rooting for Ty when he first came in to the UFC. He won three fights in a row with the promotion, which included a decision win over former champion Andre Arlovsky. And with him being 9-0 at that point, it really seemed like he was going to be the future of the heavyweight division. But that three-fight win streak really slowed down his momentum. So for him to be able to bounce back from that and be in the spot that he is today is very impressive. And that's why I wanted to make this video to take time to appreciate how far Taitia Vasa has gone. Because yes, he wasn't my pick going into this fight against Cyril gone and that's because Cyril is just way too good right now and it's going to be hard for any heavyweight to beat him at this point but had Ty landed that one shot I wouldn't have been upset because it would have been very interesting to see where he would go next and I think that's what people were hoping for for Ty to get to the top it would be awesome to see him as a UFC champion but do I think he has the potential to become that and personally I say no and it's not because Ty isn't good he is a heavy hitter and although he's not the most technical striker like a Cyril Gunn, he's still very technical. But the top of this heavyweight division is on another level. And as good as Ty is, I just don't think he was ready to get into that upper echelon of the heavyweight division yet. Because even had he beaten Cyril Gunn, he'd have to be going up against guys like Curtis Blades, Stipe Miocic, John Jones, maybe even Francis Ngannou. And all due respect to Ty, but I just don't think he'll be able to beat these guys at this point in his career. And that's what I want to emphasize on at this point because what Ty has over all of these heavyweights is his age. The guy is only 29 years old which is extremely young for a division where most of these fighters are in their primes in their late to early 40s. So for Ty to have accomplished this much at this age is very promising and it goes to show that there is still a lot of room for growth in his game. I could see him becoming way more technical on the feet and maybe even on the ground as well but right now I just see him as a guy with heavy hands and although those one shots have been able to find him a lot of success as a fighter when he was unable to get it he had troubles and that's what happened with Cyril gone when the one shot didn't work he was getting schooled on the feet and when I talk about all this it really reminds me of another fellow heavyweight and that fighter is Derek Lewis a guy who found a lot of success with the power in his hands I mean Derek became a top contender and was able to fight for the title twice but once he got to the top of the division and fought at the highest level he was unable to find 
find success. Because as big of a threat as he was, the guys he was facing were far superior. And those guys were Daniel Cormier and Cyril Gaon. And that's the issue with these heavy hitters. They just rely on that one shot. And although there's a chance that it could get them to the top, it's just not as great when you compare it to these guys who are very technical, whether it's on the feet, on the ground, or even both. And look, that's just the case for any division. It doesn't only have to be the heavyweight division. But yeah, right now, it seems like Ty is in that same position as Derek Lewis. And honestly, their fight at UFC 271 was like a passing of the torch type of moment between those two fighters. Because Derek, he's getting older, his prime time is likely coming to an end, while Ty is young, and he still is going upwards. So when Ty beat Derek, it just felt like it was time for Ty to be that figure in the division. Someone who was always a threat, but was unable to get it done when they got to the very top. And what makes them even more similar is their likable personalities. So they're always going to be in talks and in the mix simply based on how likable they are. But just like Derek, I don't think Ty won't be taken seriously as someone who can become a UFC champion right now. And who knows, maybe that will be the case for the rest of his career. Yes, maybe he will still find success and have a few nice finishes here and there. But then once he finally gets his title shot, maybe he won't be able to get it done. And then I could see the process happening all over again. Nice knockouts here and there could potentially get another title shot. But once he gets there, nothing really happens. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that, to be honest. In the end of the day, he's making good money. And he's also showing that, yes, he may not be able to become a champion, but he's still able to hang with some of the best in the world. And that in itself is very impressive. But once again, the difference with Ty and Derek is that Ty is still very young. So much can change in his career in these next few years. But at the same time, Derek came into the UFC at a young age as well. I think he was 29, 30. And he too had a very similar career to what Ty is currently going on right now. Few wins early on, few defeats, but then goes on a run and looks close to actually doing something big in the heavyweight division, but was unable to do it in the title fight. And although this fight with Cyril Gaon wasn't a title fight, it was still a big time fight for Ty. And sadly, he was unable to get past him. But like I said, I don't think it's the end for him yet. Ty Tuivasa is still my boy. And before this defeat, he was just on fire. And I could see him doing that again when he comes back. So the question is, who should his next opponent be? And right now, I want to keep Ty away from anyone ranked above him in the top five. I think after that fight against Cyril, it was clear that he was not ready to fight at this level yet. So looking at the guys ranked below him, we got Sergei Pavlovich, Tom Aspinall, Derek Lewis, Alexander Volkov, Jorginho Rosenstrike, and at the 10th spot, Marcin Tybura. I don't think you have to give Ty someone ranked outside of the top 10 at this point, so I think it's fair to give him someone ranked below him, but within the top 10. And so far, all these options look pretty good for him. But I think the question is whether the UFC wants to get him back into the mix right away or give him some easier fights so he can build his resume and gain that momentum so then when he comes back to the top, people are more excited and have more promise in him actually becoming the champion instead of an entertaining guy who knocks out his opponents and if that doesn't happen, he's in trouble. So if they were to take the slow approach, Marcin Tibera, Jarzinho Rosenstrike, Alexander Volkov are all great options, especially because Ty hasn't fought any of them yet. And out of those three names, I think the one that excites me the most is Jarzinho Rosenstrike because they're two heavy hitters and I just can't see that fight not ending in a knockout. And then the other three options that are closer to the top five are Derek Lewis, Tom Aspinall, and Sergey Pavlovich. Now, it would make no sense for Ty to fight Derek at this point again. Now, a fight with Tom Aspinall 
now. That would be very interesting, but at the same time, Ty and Tom are two young prospects in the heavyweight division. And if I were the UFC, I wouldn't put them against each other yet because you want both of their momentums to go up, especially since they're both coming off of defeats. So as much as I like that matchup and I think it would be a very fun fight, I just don't think it's a good idea to make it at this point. And then there's Sergei Pavlovich, who is in the number five spot right now, and his climb to this spot has been very low key. But with a record of 16 and one, and with him being on a four fight win streak with all of those wins being first round finishes, it's clear that Sergei is doing very good right now and his momentum is at an all time high. But the issue is that his name value isn't the greatest. So for someone like him, it's going to be hard for him to find an opponent ranked higher than him because he's very good. So it's going to be tough to beat him. But even if you do beat him, it's like, all right, you got to win over Sergei Pavlovich. And although that's impressive to people who know Sergei Pavlovich, it's not to a majority of people who don't know him. And that's a lot of people at this point. But personally, if they wanted to keep Ty in the mix and get him close to a title shot faster, I think this option against Sergei would be perfect as his next fight. But personally, I say Ty should take his time to build his resume more. And that's why I'm leaning more towards him fighting someone like Alexander Volkov, Jarzinho Rosenstrike, or Marcin Tybura. And if he was open for it, I wouldn't mind if he fought someone in the top 15. Because Ty is very similar to someone like Paddy Pimblett or Sean O'Malley. These are guys who don't really necessarily gain popularity by beating the toughest guys. As long as they show up and look impressive, no matter who it's against, their popularity only grows more. And that's honestly an awesome position for any fighter to be in. And that's where Ty Tuivasa is at right now. So if I were him, I would take my time and enjoy it as much as possible. And then when he's ready, then he can make that serious jump to title contention when he feels it's right. But what do you think? Who should Ty Tuivasa fight next? And do you think he'll become a UFC champion one day? But that's a lot for now. So I'll see you in my next one.